Ithaca Now is taking a short break this week, but in the meantime, we wanted to offer a preview for something you can look forward to both on this station and online. This is ICTV News Director Eric Liberati, and you're listening to the ICTV News Summer Interview Series, where we discuss race relations in Ithaca and how as a community, we can all do better. These interviews will air on WICB at 7.45 on Thursdays in the coming weeks. The full version of these interviews and more can be found on ICTV News' Facebook page. Nationwide protests, worldwide protests actually, spark up because of the death of George Floyd at the hand of police officers. And we still see those protests going on today. So what was your initial reaction to seeing the video on the protests and how are you feeling today? Well, um, initially I was, I was surprised, I was horrified at the incident, but I was surprised with the protests because of COVID-19. I didn't know what people would do because we had been paid placed on pause and, um, the NAACP normally would be out there doing a protest, uh, being heard that way, but we chose not to because of COVID-19 and because of the heightened emotional tension. We didn't know, first of all, we wanted to protect people's health. And secondly, we didn't know if we would be able to control crowds because people were very angry, very frustrated. And so with those two things hanging over us, we decided not to protest, but try to find other ways to bring attention to uh, the need for justice and equality. So uh, that's where we stood initially. And then there was a young man and some young women here. They were protesting two days before I even knew that they were going to protest. And that started rising and, and increasing and all. But what I noticed, it was mostly young people, uh, like a rainbow coalition of young people from all walks of life. And I was really excited for them because it was a time for them to rise and shine. And and I got to tell you this, I was thankful for COVID-19 from that perspective, because if it was not over us, we would have been the one leading the march. And I do believe this is the day and the time in history for young people to be able to rise up, shine, take a stand, and and to also demand justice and equality. And so for that reason, I'm kind of happy it came at this time, as tragic as it all is, because I believe that we have a movement that is just a little bit different from the norm. Absolutely. And how does it make you feel when you see the young people leading the charge, kind of it being passed down to the next generation? What kind of, what does that kind of spark up inside of you? I am excited. I, I'm, I'm almost hysterical because um, I have never seen it at this extent. When I said the rainbow, I saw more white young people in many settings than I saw uh, people of color. In fact, I got invited to a Watkins Glen by a couple of white people who are young people who organized a um uh, gathering. To, uh, I was invited to speak. I was invited to speak at Journal Fitness uh, two days ago, uh, mostly white young people. And um, it, it's a time for us to talk. We had a community forum with the police chiefs and the mayors, and it was, can we talk? Not only do we want to do some effective communication, but we want some action-oriented uh, things to come out of this. So we've been talking uh, too long and not acting. We know what the problems are. We need to be figuring out how to attack them effectively uh, because the problems are systemic 
uh, as as far as racism goes. So anyway, seeing the young people, they are motivated, they are energized, and they're saying enough is enough. And I believe this is going to reach more people than older or more seasoned citizens would have been able to do. So for that reason, I'm really excited and I'm really hopeful that this time that we're going to see some systemic changes. You mentioned that obviously you guys weren't out there leading the protests, but some things were happening behind the scenes. Would you uh, kind of elaborate on that, what you guys have been doing? Yes, because what we want to, young people to know and everybody to know that that in terms of addressing systemic racism, it goes beyond protest and marching. That draws attention to the problem. But after you draw attention to the problem, what are you going to do to attack it uh, in terms of a, a systemic perspective? And what we are saying to them, you have to go to the polls and vote. You have to do your census. You have to go to council meetings. You have to learn the system because too many times young people and people of color been on the menus of life where you get ordered around or used and abused and now it's time to get off the menu and get to the policy making table and help plan the menu so we're saying to them there's more work to be done once you get through marching and protesting now there's some in-house cleaning you need to do and in order to do that you have to be involved you have to vote you have to do you can't stop uh, when you leave the streets because that the real work begins when you go back in-house. And so we're encouraging young people to do that and to get acquainted with us, how the system works so you could become a change agent. You can run for some of these positions. You can become a council person, or you can learn how to become a senator or, or, or a congressperson or whatever. These are the policymakers who impact your lives. And also we say to them, Take a look at them. Once we vote them in and they give you all of these uh, things that they tell you what they're going to do for you once they're elected, if they don't carry through on the things that are impacting your lives, when it's time for them to run again, retire them. Don't keep sending them back because if you keep doing the same thing, you get the same outcome. And so we're just, it's an educational piece, too. And, and they also, a group of young people asked to me to talk to them about proper protesting uh, because you know many times you get evil elements in your mind you are out there for the right thing and there are evil elements that in come in and they get more attention than you get and put the problem in the background and the violence and the and, and other things in the forefront i see we have to learn how to handle that because many young some of the young people on the street said they were horrified that people might pass in cars and call them a name or give them a finger or something. They're out there doing the right thing. And how can how can somebody be uh, treating them that way when they are trying to do the right thing? And we had to let them know back in the day when we were protesting, we had to be trained. We had to be trained how to resist uh, negativity. We had to be trained in many ways uh, because if we could say, I, if somebody spit on me or somebody uh, calls me a name, they're going to get it right back. Then you weren't going to be in the march. You had to learn how to tolerate that to to alleviate violence because it was supposed to be a peaceful march. And so we were talking to them about all those kinds of things so that they would know that this this journey isn't easy. If you're going to fight for justice and equality, you might be doing the right thing, but you might get attacked just the same. So you mentioned, obviously, there's a lot of young people going out into the streets. But as we've historically seen, they're not showing up to the polls and, you know, it's hard to get them involved within the political process. So how how do you get them involved? Well, we're trying to educate them on the process because see, many times if you don't know 
better, you won't do better. We're, we're, we're like when we had the police and the mayoral forum. We wanted them to see these people, hear, hear what they have to say and what they are doing and all. Because the police was saying we can't, people don't want to be on the police force anymore. And we're, we're letting them know why people don't want to be on because they see negativity. And that's not condemning the police uh, in general. It's saying if you got bad apples in your barrel, you need to get them out of there because they're going to tarnish the whole barrel. We want co- accountability and transparency. We are not branding all police, and we're not saying defund you. Uh, we're saying clean up your house just like we have to clean up our house. And also we're saying you could use some help out there. Rather than having to do with a lot of people with mental challenges and all, You could, if you got some other pieces in the, in the puzzle, you can call in counselors and say, we got this incident here on the street, and uh, we believe as a person is mentally challenged, could you come in and help her? Rather than shooting the person or putting them in jail, you might, you, you know, there's a different recourse. So we're trying to educate young people about the, uh, the system, how it works, and things that are necessary to change it. When a protest uh, being heard that way, but we chose not to because of COVID-19 and because of the heightened emotional tension. And you mentioned a lot about how racism is systemic, and we see that systemic racism a lot in higher education and right in our own area. We There's a lot of big institutions that uphold that um, ideology, so how do they do better? Also, how do the students do better as well? Well, well, you have to have a desire to do better. I mean, you have to have a plan to do better. You can't just sit and sit and say that is too bad and I wish it wouldn't happen again. It's likely to happen again. So what are you going to do about it? So what I'm seeing right now, Erica, uh, is that uh, I've had um, I've calls from, I had a TV interview, and it was about the marketers and the manufacturers who were stating they're, they're going to stop stereotyping products like Aunt Mama and Uncle Ben and that kind of stuff. They, 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 because it's so ingrained, it's almost like a way of life. So if you don't call attention to it, people don't even see it. It's just kind of like the wind. It's there. So uh, I, I talked to manufacturers and, t- and marketers. They said they're going to take a look, and they're re- readjusting their behavior. I've talked to um, college people, and I uh, had a conference with the CCC president and all, and they're taking a look at their curriculum and their diversity unit, and they are going to work to put pieces in place to help educate people and have a curriculum with um, as much as they can with with uh, contributions from all mankind so people will learn to appreciate what other people have brought to the table, not just one group and that kind of thing. So they are planning to go in-house and make some changes. So because of that, I am hopeful because I never heard from these people before. And right now the governor has done a mandate for the police department to take a look at themselves and look at reform. And so I'm working on the committee with the police department to do that. So there are in-house people at the table that we have access to right now. And I believe through that we can better educate, better equip, and get people to move forward. What you just said, you want to educate people, you want to equip them to go forward. What is forward? What are our next steps when you look down the line a few years ahead, not just in the next few months? If if we see it in-house with policymakers, it can become contagious. People will know this is real, that, that people are, uh, and, uh, are going to make a difference here. So I think people will begin to get on board, but long, as long as we're just talking about it and not being about it, we just keep talking, but uh, but I believe we're going to have some action now. So I believe we're coming becoming more action oriented, and I'm saying to 
uh, okay, let's say we can do this, but I'm saying to young people too, you have to be disciplined and respectful, just like you want the system to be disciplined, respectful, and 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 justice to roll down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. So I, I'm saying to them, like, be careful what you put on Facebook. Don't put all kinds of threatening and, and, and highly tension, high tension, emotional stuff out there that can cause people to, some people can't handle that. They just go off the deep end and they, they react to that negatively and all. Be careful how you behave, not only because of that, but it can come back to bite you. So so we're saying to uh, young people, too, you have to prepare to change some of your clothes <laughs> in terms of this movement. you you got to be ready and equipped to be a part of it, and it's not instant. Change isn't instant. We've been working on this building a long time, and it's going to take time, so you're going to have to have some patience. But let's stay focused, and let's keep moving forward, even though it might be at a slower pace than we desire. Is there anything else you want to talk about today that we didn't talk about? I believe we have a movement today and the time is now. I believe that if we continue this movement and continue moving toward and working toward doing the right thing, we can accomplish something. But we can't just think that what well, people are saying they're going to do this. We have to keep uh, working with those people to say, don't just say it. Let us see some action. And when you make a move and, and have something tangible to show, let's present that so the public will know not only are you talking, but you're walking. The people have the power. All the elected officials we have, we vote them in. So just like we can vote you in, we can retire you. So I just believe that we all need to wake up to that because I see we are under two pandemics. The first one is COVID-19, which put us on pause. And the second one is racism, which was a wake-up call and uh, with this incident with Mr. Floyd. So, okay, we are, and you know, young people are saying now, stay woke. You've heard that, that, um, <laughs> that stay, stay woke. So now, not, now that you had the wake-up call, stay woke. And let's, and let's, not only young people, but all of us, and let's do whatever we can do. Because like Mr. Edmund Burke once said, the only thing necessary for the, Trump, the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. So for me, the possibility for racial change like air is all around us. So let us spread our wings like an eagle and work for justice and equality. And I do believe the time is now because uh, I've said to many people, hate does not make America great. In the coming weeks, these interviews will air on WICB at 7.45 on Thursdays. The full version of these interviews and more can be found on ICTV News' Facebook page. Be sure to follow both ICTV News and WICB News on social media and subscribe to Ithaca Now on your favorite podcast app. For ICTV News and WICB News, I'm Eric Liberati.